Welcome in to what I think could be a pivotal day on our journey through this Saturn, Pluto, and beyond energy that we've been all experiencing together. Hi, welcome in. It's Tuesday, March 31st, the day that Mars and Saturn can join in Aquarius. Thomas Miller, thanks for joining us. This is an important day, and I thought we would spend a little bit of time around not only this configuration, but what it looks like ahead for both of these planets. And I think one of the beginning points of this discussion is how much credence or how much following do you give to ancient astrology versus modern astrology? And what we're talking about basically is the Hellenistic period. So we're talking about astrology up into the early uh, teens, so 1200s. And then uh, astrology has been through several dark ages of its own, and it kind of went into a a quiet period where knowledge and resources were lost. The Roman Catholic Church tried to wipe it off the face of the earth, basically, in the Middle Ages. Fortunately, they were unsuccessful, but a lot of the texts and a lot of the materials that were the body of knowledge up until then were destroyed. Modern astrology basically started to happen when Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto were discovered. So it's a 1700s forward kind of thing with most of the Renaissance really happening, if this is hard to imagine, in the last 100 years. And mostly it was because so much was lost, and these were Latin and Greek texts that nobody would touch. Anybody who knew Latin and Greek practiced in the Catholic Church, and they wouldn't touch these documents with a 10-foot pole. So this latest reinvention and reconstruction of astrology was built around the house systems that became popular during that time and minus a lot of what the ancient astrologers had given us. Why? Because those texts were known, or at least some of them were known, and some were more recently discovered, but they were all basically left untranslated. That effort has really taken place in the last, say, 50 years. And now, thanks to guys like Chris Brennan, who does the Astrology Podcast and is out of Denver, is doing a lot. Kepler College, Demetria George, these people are doing so much. Robert Hand, I mean, the the list is wide and vast, but these people are doing tremendous work to reinstill some of those ancient Hellenistic traditions back into astrology. Why all of that is important is exactly what's going to happen today. Because in modern astrology, there's not as much weight put on the extent of the maleficness of Mars and Saturn. But in ancient astrology, the malefic picture is painted much more vividly. And as you compare it to this cycle that we are in, is far more accurate. This whole thing that happened in Capricorn, since we've been talking about it, has played like the playbook according to the more ancient or original interpretations. Because when Mars entered into Capricorn about six weeks ago, Jupiter had entered into Capricorn, and it just started this domino effect, and everybody's like, well, what about Jupiter? We've been talking about this since last fall when it moved in. It's going to be nullified to an extent. It's going to be grumpy at best. So the ancients believed that two malefic planets together was just really bad news, so much that it dominated that area of the chart. 
Now, this whole weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and yesterday morning, Majana and I participated online, of course, in a conference that was supposed to be held in Gainesville, Florida. We were going to have been out of town this past weekend. And one of the things that I gleaned from that conference, particularly related to this conversation, is the role of Pluto. Now, they have a different way of looking at the chart, and that was part of the the learning curve. But Pluto, in this model, comes alongside other planets and gives them extra juice, gives them extra power. Well, that certainly fits with Saturn and Pluto. Well, Mars, to a degree, does the same thing. So today at, now I'm showing it where I am at 2.10 Eastern Time, 2.10 Eastern Time, Mars and Saturn conjoin at 0 degrees 39 minutes in Aquarius. Now, for all of this time, so last fall, all through December, January, February, March, Mars has been moving through Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricorn, and now it has finally hunted down and is conjoining with Saturn. So if you think about everything that happened into last fall, ramping up to this, the crescendo, the coronavirus, the outbreak, the spread, the pandemic, all of that happened as Mars was pursuing Saturn. Today is the day that that energy culminates. Thank God. Okay, just like the moon, soon as Mars passes, and it only stays in there for about 30 minutes, keep in mind it only takes about six weeks for Mars to move through a sign if it's not in retrograde, and it won't be in Aquarius, by the way. It only takes about six weeks, and Saturn takes two and a half years on average. So Mars is on roller skates in comparison. So this lasts about 30 minutes at that exact degree and minute. And then Mars begins to continue its path. But here's kind of like the good news was, yes, that's the peak. And just like the moon, it will be in waning energy as it moves off. I was glad that yesterday, as I was reading the coronavirus headlines, and I didn't look extensively, but it looked like yesterday was not a terribly... And I I know there were people who passed, and I don't want to misstate this, but the headlines were rather tame yesterday in spite of the fact that the pandemic of death continues. But the stock market in the U.S. was up yesterday, and, you know, the train at least didn't fall off the tracks. And that's, to me, a really good sign. We'll see how today unfolds. Today may just be like January 12th was when Saturn and Pluto conjuncted. Oh, there were things going on. We just didn't know. It wasn't in the headlines yet. Things were going on, and that may be what it is here. It's more quiet. I don't know. We'll just have to see. Now, here's the other thing. This goes back to the ancient roots of astrology, back to ancient astrology. Ancient astrologers believe that when two malefics like this, so Saturn and, Pluto and Saturn and Mars, were, are in a sign, Aquarius, that they are in aspect together from that sign with any other area of the chart that might be in aspect with Aquarius. Particularly, I'm focusing on Taurus. Now, we've talked at length about Uranus and Taurus. That's all about the financial shakeup. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Glad you're here. 
We'll have to get you caught up to speed on that. I'm not going to take time now. But Aquarius is in a sign-based square to Taurus. Okay, now what am I talking about? So let's think about the chart. So here's Aquarius, and think of zodiacal order. What comes after Aquarius is Pisces. After Pisces is Aries. After Aries is Taurus. So Taurus is, in essence, 60 degrees. On If you take any point of Aries, any point of Taurus is 60 degrees away from it in zodiacal order. So that's a square. So the ancients believed that Saturn and Mars are in a square with Taurus, which right now is housing Uranus, and for just a few more days, Venus. Now that will end on Friday afternoon when Venus moves, about midday in the U.S., when Venus moves into Gemini. We'll talk about that when it comes, but just just for now, for the rest of this week, Saturn and Mars in Aquarius are in a what we call sign-based square to Uranus and Venus in Taurus. Now, Mars stays in Aquarius all the way to mid-May. It's about the 12th or 13th of May before it moves into Pisces. That will release some of this energetic grip. But for the next six weeks, which also is going to be a period of lockdown for most of the world, if you think about this, put this together that this is going to be a period of lockdown for most of the world. So Saturn and Mars in Aquarius are going to be in a square with Uranus in Taurus. Uranus is unexpected changes. Taurus is ruled by Venus, and it represents, among other things, money and finances. It rules the second house, the house of money and possessions. So this is kind of an ominous signal. Now, also, Saturn and Mars are in a degree-based square. So let's separate what we're talking about. Sign-based square just means that Aquarius and Taurus in a whole sign chart are two signs apart. The degree-based square just means that Saturn is at zero degrees Aquarius Uranus is at five degrees. That's a five-degree orb. That certainly is enough to be a square. As Mars continues to move, it will eventually square Uranus exactly at five degrees. That will happen next Tuesday. So you see, I say say this was good news, bad news. The good news is we at least have hit the peak with Mars conjoining Saturn. The other piece of the energy, though, is the sign-based square to Uranus and Taurus and the fact that Mars is on the loose and it will be pursuing that square with Uranus. For those of you who are regulars, if you kind of want a little peek at this, I think, I don't know, maybe, we're watching, we are observing. But you remember when Saturn went to 29 degrees of Capricorn and I said, let's just watch and wait and see what that's like? And that's when the virus basically just went ballistic. Now Mars has joined up and joined in. All right, now let me walk it back. Remember, I was saying the macro energy, I think, now is bigger than the micro. And a lot of this is micro energy. Now, not not a conjunction between Mars and Saturn. That is major, major, major energy. 
and a, and a square from Saturn and Mars to Uranus in Taurus is major, major energy. But it's in a much bigger context. I'm saying, again, Saturn-Pluto's domino trip is the biggest energy on the block. And all these are bit players coming in to play with that energy. All right, there's one other in the picture, although I think it is more minor. However, now not as minor as it was. And that is that Jupiter conjuncts Pluto on Saturday. All right, now that could give us either a spread expansion from the negative side, or maybe it could give us some kind of a tapping down, you know, like throwing that last little bit of drinking water that you have in your canteen on the last few remnant ashes in the campfire before you load up and drive into town and leave the campsite, you know, hoping that it will tap it out. Maybe it's something like that. Okay, I went too long, but I think this was one of the more important days. Outside of January 12th, when Saturn and Pluto conjoined, I think this is one of the more um, poignant days on our journey. So I wanted to spend a little extra time with it. Hope that was all right with you. We'll make it up on the next couple of days ahead. Thanks for listening. Keep your head down. Keep safe. I hope that you are sheltering. And please, please, please take this virus seriously. I will talk to you again tomorrow. This is a really monumental day, and we'll just see how it unfolds. We'll be back on the other side of it tomorrow. Take care. Love you. Bye-bye.